How's it going? I wasn't. You, you said you were ready. Yeah, but I mean, I was, but the mic was not close. Anyways, continue. Mike wasn't ready? Yeah, Mike wasn't ready. Uh. Michael Jordan. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. You got nothing? I mean, just jump in and destroy my whole flow. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I'm giving you the floor. Uh. Lights, spotlight, everything on you right now. Everything, huh? Yes. Yes. Mm. My eyes are, too. Hurry uh. up. <laughs> uh, welcome on in to the <laughs> FS Podcast, episode 135. Yes. Um, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Um, week two. Wow. Week two. Week is three. No, no, no. We're I mean, on. yeah, I mean, we're on week three, but week two was, mm, it was very surprising for it a lot of people. It was good for some people. It was emotional. I mean, it was like a huge roller coaster. You know what I mean? It, it was, was just. really bad for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for those people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But not for me. <sighs> um, uh, Way and I are still undefeated. Yeah. I had a great week in week two. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, some of those players, though, were just. just not so amazing. Not so amazing, and then those plays were amazing. You know what I mean? Um, but it was it was a great week too. I mean, there was a lot of games um, that were very surprising. There was three great comeback games. I mean, you got the Jets and the Browns that the Jets came back in the fourth quarter, and you got the Raiders and Cardinals that came back in overtime. The Cardinals won, which was pretty crazy. And then you had the the Miami Dolphins and uh, Ravens game that was just a shootout back and forth. Yeah. You know? It was crazy, but then the Miami Dolphins were able to take it at the end. If you had Tyreek or Jalen Waddle, <laughs> yeah, you probably won. Or even even if he had Tua, you know, yeah. he probably won because Tua threw six touchdown passes, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing. It was it was a great week too. Uh, for me personally, I was happy inside at the same time because like I was happy my team won uh, in fantasy. Like I was. I was doing great. I was like, heck yeah. Then the Raiders lost to the Cardinals. So I was sad. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, well, at least I won. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Bears lost. Like, bad. I was upset that the Cardinals were winning. But then at the same time, I was kind of happy because Zach Ertz wasn't giving me any points in the beginning. And then towards the overtime game, he was getting points. And mm-hmm. so he, he, ended, he ended off with 15. So I'm like, well, at least he gave me 15 points. You know, sure. something I was looking forward to. Um, but yeah, it was very emotional week two. I mean, now we go, we're going into week three. Uh, it's going to be three f- already. I know it's crazy, right? Uh, but yeah, so far me and Jack have a good start in our league right now. So it's uh, you and me and one other person left yeah. in our league that's undefeated. That's undefeated right now. Um, but it's, <laughs> Jack mentioned it before the show. Uh, but a lot of people in our league and the standings moved up or down. Jagger just stayed where he had. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I'm still at number two. It would just move around him. Everyone else moved. <laughs> except for me. I just I stayed right at the same spot. Which I, I guess mean, is good. I guess it is good to be at staying at number two. Um uh, but yeah, so I mean we don't have many, we don't have a lot of news. I mean of course we got a whole bunch of injury news. Um but overall <clears throat> I mean for today's outline we don't I mean it's, it's kind of the same when it's during the regular season. I mean you got slice of the week. Uh, but we, me and Jack have been trying some new things, making it more interesting, just because... Um, so it's not, okay, let's do news. Starts the week. Okay, bye. Yeah, because um, uh, last week, as you can tell, we were kind of going over to the review of, of the first week, and then we were we kind of had to rush at the end of the show because we still had to do our top 10. Uh, but now we're more free. We're more freelance. So uh, we got some 
couple new segments, I guess, uh, for today's show, which will probably continue throughout the regular season. Um, but yeah, we just want to make it more interesting. And plus, I, I like to talk more about what happened the previous week, too, you know? It's always fun to, like, review it or see what's going on. Big mm-hmm. surprises, not big surprises. Um, people that let you down, <laughs> you know? A lot of people. Um, a lot, a lot of people, yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of people that just came out of the water that just made a big splash zone, you know? I don't I don't know. Like, you never thought these players would make a big impact in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because they made a big impact, but yet no one started them because no one yeah. ever thought about it, you know what I mean? Um, That's always the worst. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, so let us know how you're doing after week two. Let, me, let us know if you're doing great or if you're still a little bit more panicking about certain players. Uh, but anyway, should we go ahead and get into the news? Sure. <laughs> I don't. I. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't going a little rant, but I think I'm just gonna leave it there. Oh yeah. Go into the news. Yeah, I'll tell you after the show. Oh. Um. Oh. Not, nothing against you. Oh. Nothing against oh, whoa, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think whoa. I've talked about it on the show before, actually. Um, but anyways, getting into the news. So one of the biggest news that happened in the past since last episode, unfortunately, uh, Trey Lance, the starting QB for the 49ers, uh, went out, I think, like maybe at the beginning of the first quarter. Uh, he turns out he had a broken uh, broken ankle, and unfortunately he was going to be out for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's um, really unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. And I was I was really looking forward to drafting him this year. I didn't get a chance to draft him. Um but, you know, unfortunately, he is out for the rest of the season, which is sad because this is going into his sophomore year and he finally gets the starting role over Jimmy G, you know? Mm-hmm. And what a coincidence for Jimmy G. For the 49ers to tell him, hey, go ahead. We gave you permission to go and seek out a trade. Go to whatever team you want. We'll figure out a trade for you. And he's like, no, I'll just stay here. And then look. He now, knew what was coming. <laughs> now he's starting the whole season. You know what I mean? Back to Square one, baby. And, and me and Jagger were talking about this before the show, too. And we talked about it, like, last year and during the offseason. But we talked about this main guy named George Kittle, right? And we talked about he's always going to be in the top ten of tight ends, no matter what. Just because the, the the window for the top ten tight ends are always, you know, it's tiny. Mm-hmm. So George Kittle is always going to be in the top ten. But his performance wasn't always going to be good because of his quarterback, right? Because we saw that last year was Trey Lance starting he only got, like, what, three, four points each game? Something like that, yeah. And then when Jimmy G came back, he got, like, 15 to 26 to he 30 was points. right back where he was. Yeah. So this is good news. I mean, unfortunately for Trey Lance, but for, for fancy players that own George Kittle, uh, look for a bright future in the in, during the weeks because George uh, Kittle always – George Kittle is healthy to play. I think he's – he's been out for two weeks now. I think he's going to return week three. And when you think about it, if he's, if he's returning healthy week three – and he's starting the whole game with Jimmy G. It's an easy start. It's an easy start no matter what. Um, even, even the name George Kittle is to start every week. Um, <laughs> we're talking about a certain tight end that has the same name too. Um, same name value, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, if you guys own George Kittle, just be happy because Jimmy G is going to give George Kittle what he wants, going to force feed him the ball, and George Kittle is going to rack in those points, especially when you're playing in full PPR. Even in standard, which is based on touchdowns, you're still going to do really good with George Kittle. Mm-hmm. This will give you probably about one touchdown a week. Yeah, maybe. and I, I feel bad, though, for the Trey Lance owners. Um, yeah. I don't want to get too much into it because we're probably going to talk about him later on the show. Uh, but I mean, we already saw it in our league. He's already dropped. Yeah, I just feel bad. 
I feel bad for the players who like went all all in on him to be his their number one quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they gotta scramble unless they didn't draft another quarterback. Now they gotta scramble on like streaming quarterbacks, or they they had to trade yep. for a certain quarterback. So like that that was probably a downfall for everybody that owned trade Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, another uh, going back to the news. Next part of the news I got is Mike Evans got in a fight recent uh, last week on Sunday and is suspended for one game. Yeah. I mean... With, uh, I believe it's Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. I think. People are kind of blaming Tom Brady because Tom Brady was kind of very angry during that whole game because the way the game was going, he was not liking it and he was having anger issues. And He started off the fight with, was it, Lattimore? Mm-hmm. And so Mike Evans came in and, you know, unfortunately punched the dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and he is suspended for next week. Um, did you hear what uh, they asked about Mike? They asked Mike Evans. Uh, did you hear what he came out saying though Mm-mm. about him punching Lattimore? He's like, "It's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> <laughs> kind of true, I guess. Well, like, yeah, kind of true. But at the same time, Tom Brady shouldn't be starting fights like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mike Evans um, is suspended for one for week one. That means if Julio Jones week is three. healthy, week three, I mean. He's a startable. Uh, Russell Gage is also a startable uh, player. Mm-hmm. Um, if Chris Godwin is ready to go, he's still injured at the moment. Chris, Chris Godwin, Godwin, I feel is, like, would be the huge starter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that happened. Um, I, I I can't think of anything. You got anything on top of your head that happened over the since last episode? Um, obviously, we had injuries questionable here and there, like mm-hmm. Jerry Judy and all that. Yeah, James Conner did go down during the James game. James Conner went down also. Day-to-day at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Justin Herbert got hurt also. Yeah. Um, and on Thursday night, I believe he uh, he is day to day at the moment, but I believe he is going to start in week three. Mm. Uh, well, so, uh, we got news on Dak Prescott uh, saying, I mean, his return is going to be like week six or week seven, I believe. And we got news out saying that he will be able to return week four. They're looking forward to him starting week four. Yep. Um, when you think about it, the same thing happened with Russell Wilson. Remember, he was out for like he was supposed to be yeah, out for he like broke a, his thumb. Yeah, he's supposed to be out like for a month and a half. Uh-huh. And he came back in like three weeks. They put him in the super lab, you know. Yeah, and the same. I don't know what they're doing to Dak Prescott doing the same thing. He's gonna come back in three weeks mm-hmm. after breaking his thumb and going through surgery. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be back in like the next three weeks. Uh, just here, take this shot real quick. <laughs> All right, you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. You're ready to yeah. go, man. Uh, but, yeah, so that happened. Um, J.K. Dobbins gets a full practice today. Uh, he was out for the last two weeks. And, hey, look, J.K. Dobbins is coming back week three. But I don't know. Just because Lamar Jackson is the main running back there. Mm-hmm. Might be a little bit questionable. Uh, Kiddo is limited at practice, but we see him returning week three. Hunter Renfro had a concussion protocol. Not seen at practice. Kamara is participating in practice today, so he may return week three. Uh, Kamara, who was out last week. week. Yeah, uh, Keenan Allen, who was also out last week, is back to practice. Looking forward to starting again in week three. This is Herbert. It's still day-to-day, limited Wednesday. Uh, But I believe at the moment that's all the news... Oh, yeah, here we go. This one came out today. Zach Wilson to be in position to start week four. So you got one more week Yay. of glory, people, and then you back yeah. to Zach Wilson week four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jagger. You should be happy. He's returning. Gets a second chance. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, 
At least in terms of fantasy and kind of actual football. Yeah. I hate to say it, that he is getting outdone by Papa Joe. You know? <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, another news here, Pittman, uh, Quad could return in week three. He was out week two. Uh, he had a, an amazing week one. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he got injured at the end of the game, so he was absent for week two. Um, but I believe that's it. I mean, I can't think of anything else. Oh, yeah, the Dalton Short Salts is day to day at the moment. Uh, but they see him returning once Dak Prescott comes back. He may mm-hmm. actually return week three also. Ooh. Um, but I think that's it. I think I got all the recent news. I think so. Biggest news out there. So, how do we want to do this? Starts of the week or the um segment? Let's do the, the two new segments and go you know. end it off with the starts of the week. All right. So, me and Jagger are still in the process of naming these two segments, but we just kind of want to do like a review of week two of the players that that overachieved and underachieved, I guess. Players that like surprised you, like no one thought about starting them, and then players... Kind of one segment. Yeah, and then players that you thought like were going to do great for you, you were fine starting them, and then they just, you know, didn't do so yeah. well. Completely nosedived. Nosedived. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, we were still working on a name for it. Uh, I mean, if you got any ideas, I have no, <laughs> but at the moment we're still working on names for it. But right now we got, we got a list. You want to start off with the players that did, that did great or the players that just nosedive do this. I mean, let's, I'd say, uh, let's start with the ones that did good. Then we can hit the bad ones and end off with starts of the week. Something. Obviously we're not going to do the players that do good. Like the name ones, like we're not going to say like. Tyreek Hill did amazing. Of course. I mean, it's Tyreek Hill. I mean, we're talking about the plays that no one thought about. For example, the one on our list, Grant Wilson with the Jets. Yeah. Um, Past two weeks, actually. Yeah. I mean, no one thought about I mean, everyone thought it was going to be Elijah Moore, you know? I did it too. Elijah Moore and then, you know, giving it to um, a little bit to the running back of Miles Sanders, you know? Michael Carter. Michael Carter. I don't know. I was thinking of the Eagles. <laughs> Michael Carter, even Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, no one thought of Grant Wilson of all of a sudden just – I think you got to give credit, though, to the quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco. Well, let's just talk about the Jets. Jets is also – I mean, Joe Flacco is also on the list for just – Surprising. Surprising uh, – how do you say it? Performance, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Uh, give me one second. One. One. Grant Wilson, Garrett Wilson, I mean, had a total of 30 points in PPR yeah. and a That's standard 22. Extremely solid. Extremely <laughs> solid. I mean, this guy going into the going into the year was supposed to be wide receiver number two. Actually, the wide receiver number three because he's right behind Corey Davis. Yeah, who is also still pretty solid. Yeah, and this guy gave you 30 points last week. I mean, come on now. What do you expect? This guy had two touchdowns and a total of 102 receiving yards. Yeah. Well, then I guess the real thing is if, uh, or when, rather, I guess, when Zach Wilson does return, could we see the transition to Elijah Moore, I guess? <sighs> I think we can. I just feel bad for the people that spent money on on Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, on waivers. And then, like. Wasting that waiver priority or fast. Yeah. Maybe Garrett Wilson will have some. Fantasy relevance, but not as much as he would if Joe Flacco was the quarterback. 
Well, the thing is, too, I feel like this is awfully similar to last year with Elijah Moore. Yeah. Because when the backups played, Elijah Moore had fantasy relevance, right? Mm -hmm. But when Zach Wilson came back, you just never heard of his name. So it could be another similar situation yeah. where Zach Wilson does come back that Wilson, unfortunately, uh... doesn't target Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, I think Elijah Moore could be all right. Yeah, you, know? you think so? Yeah. I'm going to change it up this year. Because, like, when, Hopefully. You, when you look at Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco threw for four passing touchdowns last week. Also threw 44 times, I believe. 44 times, completed 26 of them. Which is not the best rate. No, but, I mean, this but. guy ended off with a total of 25 points in PPR and 20 points in standard. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I mean, especially with Joe Flacco. <laughs> I mean, no one expected yeah. him to do that. I mean, this was, this, this was one of the exciting games where the Jets came back at the end of the game and won it against the Browns. Um but he targeted Elijah, I mean, Gary Wilson, surprisingly that no one even thought of. People would thought he even targeted Tyler Conklin. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, so, anyways, um, Garrett Wilson was one of them. Also, we just talked about Joe Flacco. Also, we also we also knew this wide receiver was going to do amazing. All right, we talked about him during offseason, but we didn't think he was going to do this good in week two. Uh, that's why I kind of surprised us, especially with the quarterback, Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. But you St. Brown. People. 40 points just about in full PBR. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I'm so glad I drafted him. Uh, you're welcome, Jagger. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yep. Picked him up uh, the same round I was planning on taking him. <laughs> uh, that was a fun draft. Um, well, yeah, mind you, St. Brown, uh, 40 points in PVR. I mean, come on. You can't think too much about it. Jared Goff was also amazing. Give him the ball. I mean, which is really surprising because. Jared Goff has been kind of on the struggle bus lately. Yeah, I mean, we kind of saw it at the end of the year last year during playoffs that when Monty C. Brown was going off, yeah. Jared Goff was like, all right, this is, you know, this is my guy. This is the guy I'm going to force feed. And it worked for him. And no one thought he was going to do it again. I mean, people thought he was do it again this year, but not this much, you know? Mm -hmm. 40 points a week, too. Just like Justin Jefferson last week. Justin Jefferson had, like, what, 44, 45 points last yep, week? 44. And no one expected him to get that much in week one. Like, they knew he was going to do good last week, but not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the week prior, I guess, not this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> week one. Week one, right? And people thought, you know, Monty C. Brown was do great. I mean, he did great week one. I think he got, like, mm -hmm. 20 points. Which was really which solid. Solid. And then people didn't, people thought he was do good again this week and week two. And then he got you 40 points, which is pretty crazy. Uh, moving on to the next one. We just talked about Jared Goff. Jared Goff got you, I think, 28 points in PPR. Which is pretty good. A lot, lot better than a, most of I was telling Jagger, whoever thought in the top 10 you would see Jared Goff and Joe Flacco? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Carson Wentz. Yeah, you Carson Wentz even. Carson Wentz pretty much repeated his performance this week. Yeah, and, and people were questioning him if he was going to do that again, and he did. You know, I think he's a safe bet to be a, a quarterback for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, last week Jared Goff threw four touchdowns, also same as Joe Flacco. So, yep. and we and had a total of thirty-four passing attempts, which is a little bit lo lower than Joe Flacco. The next one uh, that came out of nowhere was Amari Cooper. Amari Goopy. Amari Goopy from the Browns. Uh, just he because all over the field. <laughs> just because <laughs> Jacoby Brissett was a backup quarterback, and Amari Cooper was kind of getting to that Larry Fitzgerald age. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden he just it clicked. It just clicked for him. He was he was just getting targeted here and there. 
I was the top. I was typing Amari Goopy <laughs> on, on the computer to see what he did, but you know that's not his actual name. But I don't that's, think that's uh, his name in my book. You know what I mean? I don't think Amari Goopy would come up. Unfortunately, <laughs> this guy gave me twenty points of PPR and seventeen points in standard. Yeah, really good. I mean, he had one touchdown at. Nine receptions and a total of 101 receiving yards. 101. 101. What did I say? No, that's what you said. Oh, I thought you corrected me. I was like, wait, did I mess up? Yeah. And the quarterback was Jacoby Brissett. I mean, no one expected that. Hey, but Jacoby to, Brissett has been pretty solid at the backup position for a while. Yeah, and then to be fair, too, Amari Cooper is the only guy they really got in wide receiver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they got running back Nick Chubb, who did amazing. Cream Hunt did okay. Not that great. Yeah. And then, I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones is kind of like a roller coaster. You don't know how mm-hmm. he's going to do. He My question is, do you think he's? Coaster. Do you think Amari Cooper is going to do good once uh, Watson comes back in week eight? Maybe a little. You think a little bit better? No, not better. Just enough for him to be consistent? Maybe. Yeah. Consistency is even up in the air, I feel like. I mean, we haven't seen Watson play in almost two years. Yeah, that's true. So, um, this one, me and me and Jagger are kind of uh, iffy about him because he did us dirty. <sighs> it's Whoa. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar has done everyone dirty. <laughs> it ain't just you and me. Let's be honest here. He's famous for that fat zero he always gives you. Yeah, after coming off of the explosion week prior to that, and you're like, all right, this guy did great this week. I'm gonna pick him up. I'm gonna put him in my flex position. He's gonna do great for me, and then he gives you like a solid zero or two points. Yep. But Nelson Aguilar with the um, about twenty points. New England Patriots gave you twenty points. And Mac Jones. So I I didn't think Mac Jones was able to give his wide receivers that many points. I mean, he even gave Jacoby Myers eighteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is good because I mean Mac Jones has kind of been struggling a little lately. Yeah, he has, and I didn't like he didn't target Nelson Aguilar or, um. Jacoby Myers at all last year. I mean, mm-hmm. he, they do have Devontae Parker this year, but Devontae Parker was kind of iffy last last week. Yeah. But the two main ones were Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers. Um, honestly, Nelson Aguilar, I think this is the only week he's going to be like this. I would not suggest. I really love for him to prove us wrong. Yeah. I, I Personally, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I don't suggest picking him up. No. I don't think you you'll be able to stream him. Uh, Jacoby Myers is questionable at the moment, but still, I, I wouldn't risk it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe if Jacoby Myers is out. Yeah. Maybe. Move on to the next one. We got Noah Brown from the Cowboys. Yeah. No one expected this. No one even expected Cooper Rush to make his fantasy players, or to make his team fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, no one expected him to give Cooper Cup, I mean, not Cooper Cup. <laughs> um, his alternative. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, even Dalton Schultz. Yeah, like, no one expected Cooper Rush to give them fantasy relevance, and he did. And he even gave Tony Pollard fantasy yeah. relevance. Uh, Completely outshined Zeke this week. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. And we talked about it too, before, like during the off season about Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. Uh huh. And we kind of seen it happening. Um, moving on after that, I mean I don't see it. Noah Noah Brown is kind of like a uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar. I don't see him doing great again in week mm-hmm. three, just because Michael Gallup is be able to return in week three. Yep. Uh, moving on to the next one, we got uh, is it Dotson? Oh, Jahan Dotson, Jahan the Dotson. Washington Commanders. This guy, I think he can stream week to week. Yeah, I mean, yes, they got Logan Thomas over there, and Curtis Samuel's doing amazing with Carson Wentz. But I think, um, you know, uh, Dotson could be like that Adam Thielen two years ago for Curtis Samuel and mm-hmm. uh, Kurt Carson Wentz this year. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do have him, he's definitely a player to keep on your bench for streaming here and. Here well, and there. Sad part is he's kind of outshining Terry McLaurin here and there. 
Yeah, it's weird too. I forgot Terry McLaurin's over there. See? Poor Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I think you should panic if you have Terry McLaurin. For sure. Yeah. Uh, panic on. and trade him to me. <laughs> move on to the next one. Is it Dortch? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Who's been kind of the replacement for D-Hop being yeah. out. Because people are questioning like the whole D-Hop being gone. And then I believe, uh, is it Della? Armadella? What, what's his name? <laughs> Isabella? Isabella, thank you. I don't know I was thinking Armadella. Armadillo? That's a new, that's a new one right there. Um, he was out, too. And, you know, have them, having A.J. Green, who we scored that touchdown at the end of the game with the Raiders. But he's A.J. Green. It's A.J. Green. Come on now. You know what I mean? But no Everyone one ex- knows he retired at halftime. You and know? Ev- no one expected Dutch to have two consistent games Yeah. in both weeks. I, I think he's good until week six, which is when DeAndre Hopkins returns. When DeHop gets back, you're... I would honestly say you're hoping to trade him. Yeah. And try and get something better. Yeah. Don't drop him. If you do have him, just ride the hype train at the moment. The, mm-hmm. the train is going good for him. Ride it until week six, and then that's when you think about, okay. I would say maybe even week five. If he's still super solid come week five, try and trade him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but once D-Hop comes back, it's a totally different story for him, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But at least you know, like, hey, in the future, this guy could be good, you know? Yeah. Uh, move on to the next one. We got um, I can't think of the, the is it Watkins? Quez Watkins? Oh yes, Quez Watkins. Is he with the Vikings? You can make me look it up. Yes, way up, way up, let's go. I don't think I said this before the show started, but if you guys are new to the show, um, me and Jack are not professionals, as you can tell already. We're just here to have fun. With the Eagles. With the Eagles, thank you. We're here to have fun and give you guys fancy advice like we're doing right now. I'm trying to. We're trying to. Yeah, I think this guy is another category for uh, Nelson Aguilar and uh, Noah Brown. I mean, this guy did great for the Eagles, but you got A.J. Brown over there. Jalen Hurts likes to run a ball a lot. Devontae Smith, even. Devontae Smith is over there also. I mean, I think this is a guy that... I mean, I want to look at it, too. I mean, Devontae Smith completely goose-egg zeroed the first week, right? Yeah. And then this week, he bounces back, and Quez Watkins bounces up. Yeah, I think for sure it's a bit iffy. I mean, they got A.J. Brown over there, too, still, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know if I would hold on to Watkins. No. No. I don't even know. Most people aren't even picking him up. Yeah, I would. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, he's my star of the week this episode. He was like, uh, what's his name? With the Chiefs, who scored the 50-yard touchdown and got himself 14 points last week. Yeah. You know? And no one even even picked him up. No one even had him. No one started him. And no one even picked him up after that. Nope. Nope. Uh, but yeah, so those are the the, la- the players that uh, did a surprising performance last week. No one thought about. I mean, no one thought. I mean, come on, Joe Flacco, <laughs> really? I don't even think Joe Flacco thought he would do that. Kid. Jared Goff, really? Nelson Aguilar, really? Like no one thought about it. I guess it. We should have saw Nelson Aguilar coming. He does it about once a year, <laughs> you know. So you just can't predict what week it's gonna be though. No, you and can't. I didn't think it was gonna be this early. To be honest, no, it's usually like mid-season. <laughs> or you know, the playoffs are usually. Already in motion here. We know who's going and who's yeah. not. And then some idiot like me picks up Nelson Aguilar yeah. and gets a fat zero. No one expects Garrett Wilson to do this too. No. I would love to trade for Garrett Wilson. It's just kind of questionable when yeah. Zach Wilson comes back in week four. That's what I'm saying. I feel like when Zach Wilson gets back, Garrett Wilson is done for. Yeah. Go way down. I don't like that. Uh, anyway, so I'm just going to read off the list here of players that did. Uh, how do you say it? 
would you say the players didn't do so good for Absolutely you? Absolutely disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. Could just, not even describe the amount of pain like they you, probably put you, you in. You put them in the room. You set the timer for them to go off, and then it just never goes off. You're just sitting there. Uh, uh, okay, come on. Come on. Are you gonna, are you gonna, no. you gonna do no. something? You, nothing. Nothing no. happens. No. Start poking them with a stick. <laughs> Still nothing. Uh, so we got one of the big ones. I like to hear Jagger's intake on this one, but uh. it's gonna be Kylo Pitts. Who got the same score back to back <laughs> weeks? How do you do that? Huh? Yeah, you know how hard that is. Got the same score all year last year. But still, <laughs> you know, at least he did it decent last year. All right. You know, I don't know. Maybe we're he made top ten. I mean, he did. But at this rate, he's gonna make like top eighty. <laughs> all right. I mean, three point nine. If you haven't figured it out, I do have Kyle Pitts this year. Yeah, and I feel bad for people that do have Kyle Pitts. And oh, thank you. Just, uh, it's just hard to put him on a bench or trade him away because of the name, you know? And he has the potential of just becoming the greatest tight end there is. I mean, we've seen it last year in one week where he got you, got me when I had him, 20 points. Yeah. Because uh, that's because, I mean, I think that was the game in London. I think he needs to go to London. That's yeah. when he started. him. <laughs> I think uh, – I tell Waya before the show, I'm giving him one more week. Yeah. One more week, and I'm going to start looking for a trade. Yeah. So if you're in our league and you're listening, you better hope he doesn't do good this week because <laughs> I might be stupid enough to trade him to you. So I got another one for you here. Yeah, I'm excited about this one because I told you so, but not really. It's only week two. so. But it's going to be Saquon Barkley uh, with the Giants. Um, performance yeah. was amazing last week. Week one, which was what? Do you 33 know? points, I 33 believe. 33 points. Everyone's like, Saquon Barkley's back. Here we go. Back number and one. Benson. And then week two comes along. And look, he gives you a decent amount of points, correct? 12 points and full 12 PPR. 12 points and full PPR, which is great. Chase yeah. Edmonds couldn't even do that. Chase Edmonds couldn't do that. Kyle I mean, Pitts couldn't even. Kyle <laughs> Pitts couldn't do that. I mean, um, ETN couldn't do that for Travis you. Travis Kelsey, even, last Yeah, week. which is great, you know, but if you – Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's not on this list, but Saquon Barkley's set Christian that McCaffrey bar pretty did. high. All right. Yeah, he did all right. So, like, going from, like, a 35-point game to a 12-point game is kind of questionable, too, you know? Not that we're saying it's all the end of the world, because he could have even dropped, I don't know, yeah. 18, 20 points, and he would have been all right. I, I think he's going to be fine for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, honestly, if – if the owner of Saquon Barkley in your league is kind of panicking about it, this is your opportunity to buy low on him. So if you're in our league, I ain't panicking. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm talking about to the listeners, other listeners, uh-huh. right? If 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 you want Saquon Barkley on your team and you don't have him the in the um the team the pl- why am I messing up on my words right now? The person who has him. Thank you. The person that has him, if he's panicking. Or she are panicking. Go ahead and you know. I feel like a lot of them. people could be. Honestly. Yeah, go ahead and target. If I was in that league, obviously I can't go for him because Jagger's not going to trade him away. Nope. But if I was in a different, I drafted him second second yeah. round. Obviously, if I was in the league, I would try to go buy low on him. Yet you still will, you still will give up someone. You're gonna have to give up someone good. Yeah, that's someone all. Someone good. You're not gonna get him for you like. Can't give him. Back, I don't know. Back. Joe Flacco for. For example, if if I tra- I'm saying like mm-hmm. if I tra- offer someone Saquon Bark if they- if I want Saquon Bark and I offer them like say mm, AJ Brown and uh, I would even say Amon or St. Brown. AJ Brown, yeah, I mean, I probably- feel like the amount of hype Amon or St. Brown has right now for everyone, you can trade them away, especially for the people who didn't see it really coming, for sure. <laughs> but we did. <clears throat> right? That's not really the point I was going for, <laughs> but. 
because I will have to admit, to be fair, he's on the Lions. Yeah. A lot of people don't look at the Lions. Yeah. But I feel like you could ride the Amoner St. Brown and honestly use that hype. Yeah. I mean, if you can afford it. If you can afford it. Obviously, if you trade away Amoner St. Brown and that's your entire team, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but Saquon Barkley, um, I wouldn't be too worried about him. No. I'm pretty sure you're not. It's just he had a bad performance for him in week two. I was telling him, I think it would be uh, absolutely hilarious. I was telling him before the show that I would die of laughter if he goes and drops a 30-bomb on Dallas's defense this week. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's that's. I, I think I talked about it the last episode, too. I said after week three, I would determine yeah. my knowledge on Saquon Barkley because the the Cowboys had like one of the greatest well, You got it, man. Christian, uh, Christian McCaffrey's looking... All right. All right. He's looking average. He's looking like one of those, um, mm, how do you want to call it? Like a, uh, what's an average running back? Like a, like a James Conner? Like a James Conner, Connor, Josh Jacobs. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't say Nick Chubb or Dalvin Cook because nope. they will give you like those eight, seven point games, but in the next game, they'll give you like 40 points, 32. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, Anyways, moving on from the list, uh, we already talked about Kyle Pitts. We talked about uh, John uh, Saquon Barkley. We got another running back, Jonathan Taylor, who also set the bar from seven points seven in full PPR. Points. To be fair, they get they did get blown out by the um, Jaguars last week, which was surprising. Very surprising, yes, it was. <laughs> but you would think they would just give John Taylor the ball, let him do they the work. Didn't even get blown out. They got shut out. They got shut out, and uh, John Taylor only got you, what, eight points? Seven and some change, I think. Yeah. I Honestly, like Saquon Barkley, I wouldn't be worried about it. No. You, you're obviously starting him all year. The thing is, I feel like you're more likely to get a trade with a Saquon owner than you are with the Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah no one's giving a Jonathan Taylor. After last year, for sure. No, for no. sure. Speaking of another uh, a player that they're not going to give up, it's Travis Kelsey, who underperformed you. Ten points and Ten some change. Points. And you would think with Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean? You would think he would give you like a 30-point. And I think he will. He will. But just I think it was just a struggle. I mean, they went against the Chargers. I mean, that was a really huge good Huge offensive team. Yeah. And a huge defensive huge team. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. Yeah, so they, they went against the Chargers. So I wouldn't be too scared about week three going with Travis Kelsey. Obviously, you started him week to week. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he underperformed you last week. Uh, move on to. He does that, I will admit. Yeah, he does do that. Um, this one kind of was kind of weird for me. It's um, Robert Tonye with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I you think this was think, another kind of seven point. Yeah, point. you would think, though, with Aaron Rodgers not having anybody on their wide receiver end, you would go for like the player that you're, you're comfortable with, Robert Tonye. You know, you think he was going to get a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. And he did get targets here and there, but not enough to be like, okay, this guy is a great week to week started you know what i mean he was kind of leaning towards that towards the end of the year he was and and especially week one he was because uh he was targeted a lot by by aaron Rodgers, and you think he would do that again i mean he still did pretty well for a i mean kyle pitts tight end but you would expect more because of the quarterback aaron Rodgers. yeah uh speaking of another one um it's gonna be jerry judy with the broncos this guy was coming off a 20 point game last week 25 i believe and he and went down. PPR, and he went down, unfortunately, with the injury. And I believe he gave you like six, seven points before he went like down. It was like five. It was close to six. It was yeah. like five, eight, five, nine in full um, PPR. Obviously, I wouldn't be too worried about it. I wouldn't drop him. Just you just got to write him on the bench, keep him there until he gets healthy. If he's back week three, start him in your flex position. I don't know if he's ready for that he's one or two. questionable right now. So we might be able to yeah. see him week three maybe. Yeah. 
Uh, but I wouldn't be too worried about him, too. Speaking of the Broncos, also Wilson. This guy I would worry about. Yeah. Extremely. Extremely. You would think going on the offense, having Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante in the backfield with Melvin Gordon, it's great. You know, it's mm-hmm. great. You got great weapons. You got great targets. You can use them. And Russell Wilson is just not doing that. Have you uh, have you seen the video of Russell Wilson at practice and someone was making fun of him that uh, he runs out of the training center onto the practice field like he's running into the stadium. Really? Like practicing his high fives, and someone pointed that out. You know, people were telling me that like, oh, I've seen Russell Schmier like, Russell Wilson has to be like the cringiest. Yeah, player. I've seen a lot of those lately. Because like he would be like on the practice field with his headphones on, just you know, just all pumped up, not with <laughs> anything, just getting ready. And uh-huh. like, what's going on with this guy? And you saw that off season thing where he's like telling everyone to get ready. Uh huh. <laughs> the promo and it's just so awkward. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I would worry about Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to. I think you could probably trade him, but you would have to trade him for a uh, package. Yeah, I mean, there no ain't one, no way. No one's straight up trading for Russell Wilson at the moment. Um, if you're looking forward to trading Russell Wilson, unfortunately, you're going to have to trade him in a package, like with another wide receiver or a running back. I would say, in my opinion, you wait one more week. Yeah. I mean, it's only week two. Yep. I mean, uh, the Broncos are going against, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their time is a charm, right? And I think the Broncos are going up against, I believe it's the Colts. I'm not for sure. Um, Let's see. Give me a second. Oh, that's the Browns. <laughs> They're going against the 49ers. Ooh. The 49ers. Um, Interesting. Look, I mean, speaking of Wilson, Wilson, this guy's projected to get a total of 21 points in PPR. Projected. Projected. I mean, this guy was projected to get 23 last week, and he got 12. Yeah. So, I mean. I kind of feel like, though, you do have to admit, a lot of quarterbacks this year have kind of been hit or miss so far. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Mm -hmm. name the whole list. Matthew Stafford week one was a joke. Actually, no, Aaron Rodgers was worse. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was worse. Uh, Wilson Wilson, I would kind of question – Cause it's weird, though, because if you have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, they do bad the first two weeks. You don't really question it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have those games. But then when it's like Russell Wilson who has the bad second week, you're like, okay, um, I should start panicking a little bit. <laughs> uh, come on, Russell. <laughs> Please. Uh, but, yeah, Russell Wilson I would kind of panic a little bit about. Another player right here is uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't panic at all. I, I wouldn't. Mean, no. It's Devontae Adams. Come on. He had one bad game. He had, he had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. In that game, and they still had a bad game. Yeah, that's it's weird to say that, but really hard still, to do. Yeah, um, but yeah, Devontae Adams had a bad game, but I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, I think you shouldn't worry. I mean, look at Week One. Look how much of an impact Devontae Adams yeah. had with the Packers, and now they don't have him, and they're just struggling. Yeah, so I wouldn't worry about him, and definitely he still plays start week to week. Yeah, um, unless it's that bye week, <laughs> still start him. <laughs> Might be better than someone on the waiver wire. Another player on the Broncos I forgot to talk about was Javante Williams. Um, got you a total. Where's guy? Yeah, my mind guy was eleven points, which is not bad. I mean, I was like as much as uh, a Saquon Barkley, but going off an amazing week in Week One, you would think you'd do a little bit better. I think he had a uh, twenty-one. I think 21, yeah, 22 21. points. I, honestly, week. I wouldn't worry too much about him. Actually, if you want Javante Williams like I do. I think you could probably go and buy low on him. Go try to get him. You know, mm-hmm. the, the owner might be panicking a little bit. This is your chance to go and trade for him. Uh, I think he'd be great for the rest of the year. 
Another one we're talking about here is Mark Ingram. I mean, wow. Wow, what, Emmett? Butcher his name? No, just uh, Mark Ingram, who had a huge opportunity going into the week with Alvin Kamara being out. Yeah. And he blew it. <laughs> Completely. Giving you six total points, I believe, in full PPR. I know, and it was such a low-scoring game, the, the Saints and the Bucks too, and you would think... And Jameis Winston, too? Yeah, and you... Seven would, points. And you would think, like, they would just start giving... Mark didn't give him the ball the whole time, but they didn't. And just run out the clock. We don't want to be here did, no more. And they did, honestly, and he just wasn't able to perform. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Uh, but honestly, I would if you do own him, I mean, once Kamara comes back, uh, he's definitely a bench warmer. <laughs> yeah. Don't even really have him on your roster. Now you're questioning him, too. Like, if, if Kamara does get hurt again and he's out for one more game, you kind of question, like, okay, do I start him again? You know? <laughs> Uh, it depends. Another player here is Cordell Patterson with the Falcons. Cordell Patterson, who had a whole lot of hype writing into this year. Yeah, and he and he was able to perform that in week one. Mm-hmm. And in week two, so kind of questionable. Um, I don't honestly, think you're worried. I, I wouldn't be worried if I had Cordell Patterson. It was just one bad week. I mean, the Falcons don't have a lot of players on their team. Drake London is performing really well at the moment. Marcus Can we Murray, state that it's weird how uh, Drake London is about the only Falcons player doing good? Yeah. Meanwhile, Marcus, the other two are just. I kind of think sucking. Marcus Mariota is kind of sneaking up there, not yeah. as like a great quarterback, but as a great streaming quarterback. True. Uh, but yeah, Cordell Patterson. I wouldn't be too worried about it. No. Uh, if anything, you could maybe target the owner, Cordell Patterson. Maybe. Yeah, you could. Another player I would be worried about. Two players I would be worried about is Juju Smith and DK Metcalf. Yeah. I mean Juju Smith. Hey, I mean to be fair, I don't know if you heard about it, but the Patrick Mahomes came out saying that. Um, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a wide receiver one besides Travis Kelsey, and that he's going to spread the ball a lot more in his wide receivers. And we kind of saw that happen in week one and week two. Juju Smith had a good game in week one, and then week two wasn't great. But I believe it was that one fifty yard catch that did great for yeah. the wide receivers. I mean, they're definitely looking for someone to replace Tyreek. Yeah, but it, you can't replace Tyreek. No, it's hard. That's why I got tired. Like in week one, after Patrick Mahomes came out saying like, "Yeah, I don't have a wide receiver one." For the wide receivers, I was like, all right, that's it. I'm dropping Scantley. I can't do it. I'm, I'm not going to uh-huh. gamble with him. And I think it's the right move, you know? Yeah. And I, I think you could still have the wide receivers. You just kind of have to, like, pick and choose which week you want them to yeah. play. Yeah, point in case we saw a no-name wide receiver go off and get 15 points. Yeah, it's just crazy. You just kind of have to pick and choose your week, you know? You kind of you gotta throw them in there and close your eyes. Hope something happens. You it's like I mean? the entirety of the New York Giants wide receiver core. I was telling Waya before the show, they pretty much just seem like they're just shuffling up who gets to play that week. Yeah. All right, guys, so we put all your names in a hat, and uh, we're going to pick three of you. All right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out. I want to find out who that no-name was. Was it Watson? I think it was. Justin Watson. Yeah. Yeah, he got 13 points. Yeah. Because he had one touchdown for a total of 50 yards. That's all it takes. Yeah. This dude caught two two receptions and had 50 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, we went on for the next one. We talked about DK Metcalf at the moment. I mean, Geno Smith, they're good with him in week one. You know, Smith week I two. mean, we talked about this before the season even started. I mean, obviously, you're going to get a huge mix-up. You don't have Russell. Mm-hmm. You got Gino. Yeah. And as Gino, <laughs> uh, it's a bit of a quarterback differential difference. Would you go with... Um, let me see at the moment. Let me think of a comparison right now. 
would you have uh, DK Metcalf or Devontae Smith? Rest of the year. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Okay. Um, we know what we got over there. Yeah. From last year, you know. Over the Eagles. Uh, DK Metcalf or Elijah Moore for this year? Ooh, that one's actually pretty decent. I'm going to have to go with Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore in that one? Uh-huh. I mean, Just because we don't know what will happen on when uh, Zach Wilson comes back. Yeah, you see, you don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I think I would go Elijah Moore over DK Metcalf on mm-hmm. that one, too. Um, but yeah, that's our whole list at the moment. I mean, we got Cream Hunt, but I mean, this guy—I don't—I I would be worried about him, honestly. No. I no. mean, I know they got Nick Chubb over there, but they always split the backfield over there with Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb. They split the backfield year. and make it work. Yeah, they do. Just this year, this week wasn't his week, unfortunately. But it was Nick Chubb. Like you know, I have Nick Chubb and got me <laughs> thirty-two points. So let's go. Um, anyway, so that's our like players that uh, that surprised us, and players that just you know that just you know got your head through it in the dirt and walked all over you, unfortunately. Yeah. But some of those players they didn't mean it, and they'll be back to it next week. Like for and example, Travis Nelson, Kelsey, Aguilar. Jonathan Taylor, Aguilar. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. here's a candy bar. I'm moving on. <laughs> See you later. Ooh, a penny. Uh, well, <laughs> I got enough of those. That's it. That's all. You, you, yeah, Nelson Aguilar is like that. 25 cents you see on the floor. And you but walk. then you see a dollar <laughs> further, a little ways further down. <laughs> you pick that dollar Just up. Just move on from that 25 cents. Um, but anyway, so that's it for that segment. Move on to the main segment we talked about each week. Starts of the week. Starts of the week. Don't, don't. Starts of the week. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because, um, to be fair, our, our rating on our starts of the week last week was probably like a, what would you give it? Like a C minus? Give it like a D plus. You think like a D plus? I think we only had, like, what, one good play on each? I had a decent one. Yeah, Carson Wentz, who did really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my QB didn't do so good, unfortunately. No, I had Joshua Palmer, too. Joshua Palmer. Oh, I had Jared Everett, mm-hmm. who did really good. Ramon yeah. Stevenson didn't do so good. Watson didn't do so good. Derek Carr did okay. So it seems like so far we're hitting a 50% on that. Yeah, <laughs> Derek Carr is more of like a um, – he hit, like, a Derek Carr average. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what do you expect? Is Derek Carr? Pretty much. Um, so, uh, starts the week. Is it my turn to go first? Yep. If you guys are new, uh, the way me and Jagger do it is we do a snake trap. So, after the first one, we go back right at right at it again. So, I say one, and I say my other one, and then it's Waya's turn. I thought, I thought you say one, then it's my turn, and I say my next one, and then it's your well, turn. Well, yeah, but I mean after the first round. Oh, yeah, after the first round. That's right. Uh, which See? Stick always. with me. Stick with you. Stick with me. Don't lose you. I don't want to lose you here, Wea. I don't know, man. Let's right. see. Quarterback. You know, I had a h- tough time, and Wea can vouch for me finding starts of the week this week. We both did. It was extremely difficult. It was brutal. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's like I, I'm. I'm. I'm ashamed of myself. I really am. Well, I ain't ashamed. <laughs> That's how much confidence I have in my. Uh, starts it, of the week. At least uh, a few of them. <laughs> I will say, like I said, they were difficult to find. Go ahead and name drop that QB. So uh, I got Jared Goff. Uh, oh, wow. Going off. Uh, <laughs> Jared Goff going off. I was this close from going to Jared Goff. Yeah, I was looking at it. And I see why. Four-point touchdown? Come on now. And, I mean, he's going up against Minnesota. Minnesota. Who, uh, what's that? The Vikings. Uh, what? Excuse me? D- Jalen Hurts uh, dotted him up. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, look, 
I'm pretty confident that Amon or St. Browns can pop off. I'm pretty sure if Devon, DeAndre Swift is healthy, he's can pop off mm-hmm. against Minnesota. I'm, and obviously, if Amon or St. Brown pops off, uh, Jared Goff kind of has to go too. You know, it's a. We think he's giving him the ball. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Not Joe Flacco. That's Not for Joe sure. Flacco. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff going up against Minnesota. In Minnesota, though, that is a little tough, I will admit. In Minnesota is difficult. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Maybe we'll see a bounce-back week for Justin Jefferson in I Minnesota. I hope so. I think uh, – I don't think uh, – I could even see a bounce-back for Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And I I definitely think Amani St. Mountains will stay the same. Be great. I'm not betting on a 40-point week. Oh, yeah, I'm not expecting a 40-point week, but I'm expecting him to be like, okay – He's that player now that could be a starter week to week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff. Let's go. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go on the other side of the field of that game, and I'm going to go with uh, wow. Kirk Cousins. Wow. Uh, this guy is rostered a lot. but he's Mr. Just, Oatmeal. Yeah, Mr. Oatmeal, who wasn't last week, unfortunately. Yeah, he was kind of a week, week empty two. bowl of oatmeal. I mean, he went from 19 to 10 points. I mean, it's better than uh, a lot of players like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why we call him consistent, baby. He's consistent in terms of uh. Look, look, look. He's not l- the best, and he's not. Look, the worst. listen, listen here. Listen, li- listen, Linda, listen. All right. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's gonna be consistent. If he doesn't do good, he's gonna give you 12 points or 13 points because that's Mr. Oatmeal right there, right? Look, Justin Jefferson had a bad week last week, right? Adam Thielen. Thielen against I- Darius Slay. Anyone's gonna have a bad week. Yep. And then you talk about Adam Thielen not performing well the first two weeks. Third time's a charm, baby. Going against the Lions. It's going to be, as weird as, as weird as this is going to say, this is going to be a high-scoring sc- game, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's just true. I mean, it's weird, but these these teams are going to have a shootout, and I want part of the offense on both teams, right? I really hope so. And Kirk Cousins is going to be great. I mean, if Justin Jefferson is going to do great, for example, we talked about it a lot when you were talking about Jared Goff, the quarterback has to do great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's giving him the touchdowns. Hand in hand. I think... Kirk Cousins is going to go on a limb here. It's going to give you at least 25 points this week. Oh. Yes. Whoa. I'm going for it, baby. Start Kirk Cousins. He has Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. We've seen it the past two years, and I think he can do great with the Lions defense. All right? I really think he's going to score a lot on the Lions defense. And I think the whole Vikings team as a whole is going to do great. Thank Same you. with the, the Lions. I hope so. <laughs> but, yeah, Kirk Cousins is my start of the week for the QB position. So should we stay away at uh, how many times is it now? I think it's three times because, you know, it starts the week, three weeks in. Um, I feel like this is the third time now that you've, like, projected points for your quarterback start of the week. Yep. And they've, like, almost pleasantly disappointed you <laughs> each and every week. I'm really hoping that this week you're right. All right? I, I, third time's a charm, baby. I'm hoping this week third you're right, mainly because I have Justin Jefferson. So I'm hoping I get <laughs> some of those points. Um, but over to you with running back. It's running back. Okay, this one um – Wow, I mean, this guy's rushed quite a bit, but um, his, his start position is not great. It's Jonathan Taylor, ain't it? Uh, oh yeah, Saquon. <laughs> it's gonna be some guy on the Cowgirls. Oh my bad, I mean the Cowboys. Sorry, just common mistake. Oh, Zeke, right? No, it's gonna be Tony Pollard. All right, right. this guy's rostered ninety percent, but look, only thirty-seven percent of people are starting him. I, yeah, I'm not part of that 37. And I think it's ready to go and start him over Zeke. All right. I think you can start him over Zeke until Dak Prescott comes back. 
feel like that. Week yeah. four or five. But Tony Pollard has been doing great. Week two, we got you 19. Week one wasn't so well. But you know why? Because Dak Prescott was there. That's why. Going into Ouch. week three, they're going against the Giants who have a who don't have a great defense. This guy's projected to get ten points in PPR. Look, I think he can give you look, I'm doing it again. I think he can give you above twelve. All right. Okay, okay. That above ain't too 12. bad. All right. I'm not saying thirty point game. Look, Tony Pollard, this I mean, guy he didn't come off of a twenty point last week. This guy's a full workhorse. <laughs> he almost did. This guy's a full workhorse. And when is that the goal line? Look, the Cowboys like giving Tony Pollard the the goal line. More than they like giving it to Zeke Elliott. And I understand why. Because Mr. Butterfingers likes to fumble a ball a lot. He does. Yeah. So I think they have a lot more trust than I do, too, in Tony Pollard. And I think Tony Pollard is a great start of the week for the, against the Giants, who are questionable. Actually, not questionable. Who are bad on defense. Okay? Can I say that? Yeah, you can. Thank you. I mean, it's I feel Giants, like everyone right? knows that. It's a New York team. Come on now. Uh, but, yeah, Tony Pollard is going to be. Yes, the he is. The goat Flacco over there yeah. is on the New York team. I'm talking about the defense on the teams. Just saying. Uh, but, yes, uh, Tony Pollard is going to be my starter. Yes, he's rostered 90%. But, look, if, you question, if he's thinking about starting him, he's a great flex option. Obviously, you're not going to start him over, like, Jonathan Taylor or no. Dalvin Cook or Joe Mixon. No, he's a flex option. And if you do have if you do have Zeke and Tony Pollard, definitely start Tony Pollard over Zeke. Yeah, I don't feel confident starting yeah, I both, think at he, least. I think, to, I think until Dak Prescott comes back, I think you are benching Zeke for the rest of the week. Which is unfortunate. Which is weird. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but I believe it's true. So, anyways, Jagger, on to you to your running back start of the week. Yay. So, mine last week was a major disappointment. Who was it again? Uh, Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were riding the hype train. Like I said, dude, I couldn't find no one. Mm. This week, I feel like it's the same thing. Uh, I think I can guess the team. The Jets. No. Uh, is it the green team? Honestly, I forgot the team he was on. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm he's a, really uh, that big of a dart throw. You were just like, ah, just you were like just yeah. going down the list and said this guy. I just scrolled down it and uh, just chose a random player. Well, he looks all right, you know. Uh, <laughs> let's go with him. He has a uniform on. Yeah, <laughs> he got some points the last couple weeks. Uh, so mine is also kind of heavily rostered. Not kind of, he is. But his start percentage. His start percentage is a whopping thirty-five percent. See, there you go. So a lot of you might have him. And question on starting him? Yeah. And again, I'm definitely not saying start him over Nick Chubb, you know. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, everyone else. Austin Eckler, right? yeah. Those top ten. Yeah. Saquon. Um, <laughs> Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Just start naming them randomly. <laughs> uh, Chubb. You know, the, uh, the running back from 2004. <laughs> uh, him too. Uh, so I'm going with Damian Harris with the New England Patriots going up ah. against Baltimore. Is, I thought he was questionable, no? Nope, he's all right. There's nothing saying he's questionable. You know what's funny? I went with Ramondre Stevenson last week. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, okay, let me hear out your Damian Harris. He was a my guy last year for me. Yes, yes. Damian Harris coming off of a almost 17-point game last wow. week. Week one, he was definitely in the boat of disappointment with a whopping eight. All right. Going up against Baltimore. Uh, I mean, the defense folded against the Miami Dolphins. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the running game, but still. Mm-hmm. Bless you, Jagger. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm waiting for you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for them to say bless you. Yep, yep. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, going up against Baltimore, it could be a tough game. 
Don't get me wrong. And he is the running back one, at least for the team. I will state that. But like I said, this is, in my opinion... Dart throw? A dart throw. I really don't have a whole lot of supportive evidence for him. <laughs> I hate to say it. Uh, if you're feeling lucky, like you maybe got a game to lose. Hey, who knows? There you go. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I'll now go over my wide receiver, which uh, is one I actually have. Go for it. And uh, we're going back to the Detroit game. We're going with DJ Turk. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow, we have a lot of size of weeks for the, the uh It's a good Lions matchup and Vikings game. It is a good matchup. I mean, look, DJ Chark, I don't have him starting. He's on my bench because I hate to say it. I have better options. <laughs> but some of you might not. And look, all right, I know he had a big old fat zero last week. Regardless of scoring format, because a zero just translates to zero. All right. So thanks for explaining it. Uh, yeah, anytime. Uh, but the week before, in Philly, he got 15.2 points in full PPR. Pretty solid week. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Um, especially for the wide receiver, two over there in Detroit. 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 Wonderful Detroit. I feel like, like we've said, Wea's kind of betting it's going to be a barn burner, off the rails, crazy train. I think so, man. Explosive really offense. Open. Really open. I am, too. Because I have two players on each side of the ball. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, DJ Chark. I don't know. I feel like we're bound to see a bounce back week. I think so. I mean, he did amazing in week one. Yeah, there's no reason for him to just give us another Nelson Aguilar zero. You know. Mm-mm. So, I I don't know. In my opinion, I feel more confident starting DJ Chark over Damian Harris. That's just me. Yeah, I see why. Like I said, I hate to say it, the running backs. I had a hard time this week finding one. I get it. Me too. Yeah. So, DJ Turk, hit me up. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, my wide receiver is going to be a no-brainer here. I mean, this guy did amazing in week two. I mean, this is probably the only week you can play him before a certain quarterback comes back. Ooh. And that's going to be Garrett Wilson with the Jets. This guy's rostered we were 80- talking about. Yeah, this guy's rostered 84%, but look, he's only 30, 31% people think about starting him. We talked about him before the show. Look, I think he's going to he's gonna get the Bengals, and I don't know what's up with the Bengals, but they're not doing so good all of a sudden. They're, they lost to the Cowboys. They got that Super Bowl loss disease. Yeah, they, they call it like the Super Bowl hangover. I don't even yeah. know. But they lost to the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals lost to the, the Steelers in week one, and then in week two, they lost to the, the Cowboys. And the Cowboys had a backup quarterback. I mean, come on. Yeah. And I think the Bengals are so not ready to go into week three. And I think Garrett Wilson and Joe Flacco, I mean, this is, like, again, we talked about it earlier. Joe Flacco is probably, this is the last week he's going to be starting as a QB. So I think you can ride the the train one more time with Garrett Wilson and Joe Flacco uh, against the Bengals. This guy's projected to give you 12 points, and I think he can be able to get above 12 also. I'm not saying a 20, 30-point game again, but I think he can give you above 12, like a 15. Well, he could be just fine as a flex, you know? Nice little 12. Again, uh, this is your last chance. You've you got to do it. I mean, Joe Flacco is going to start week three. He may not do it week four, and you got to do it. I mean, I would Imagine if it. Joe Flacco starts week four. They yeah. just come out and say, yeah, Joe Flacco starting the rest and of the season. And if you have Garrett Wilson, then that's that's great news for you. I mean, I would really question Garrett Wilson's uh, 
uh, performance once uh, Zach Wilson does come back. As we talked about earlier. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about him earlier in the show, Garrett Wilson, but Garrett Wilson is my start of the week. I was just close to going to Jacoby Myers, but Jacoby Myers is kind of questionable at the moment. He may not play week three. Um, but mm-hmm. moving on to my tight end. My tight end is going to be Erd Smith. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Please, delight me. Give me a second and I will. <laughs> <laughs> In classic FS podcast fashion. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what uh, g- uh, game it is? Hmm. The Vikings and the uh, ah, Lions uh, game. You don't say, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Let's go, baby. We talk. I talked about Kirk Cousins. Let's just be a complete defensive game. <laughs> <laughs> like the Super Bowl in 2019. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Look, Smith, I'm not saying he's going to be consistent week to week, every game, every Kirk Cousins game. I don't know. Anyways. So, this guy's projected to give you nine points. Look, all all you're looking for for a tight end is a touchdown. That's all you need in an eye. Or just eight points. Yeah, eight points. That's touchdowns. There you go. Look, Jagger and I were talking about it. Jagger saying that, and I agree with him. Or oh, actually, no. Let me reword that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me reword that, okay? I think it is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think Smith can give you one touchdown, and that's what I'm going to gamble for right there, okay? And right now, I think it's better. It's a better gamble than Tyler Conklin at the moment. I think mm. Tyler Conklin. I mean, unless you got like Pat Fryermuth. I mean, I'd, I'd rather start Pat Fryermuth over Irv Smith. I mean, I think you're starting Pat Fryermuth every week. Yeah, you know? but Irv Smith, if you do have him, I think he's a great start against his Lions defense. But sure. That's my tight end of the week. Moving on to you, Jagger. So mine is uh, really deep on the list, like. Uh, Super deep on the list. And Arnold. No. Maybe a little higher. Oh. Um. Uh, mainly because he's actually a starting tight end. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, uh-huh. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. O.J. Howard. No, that was mine last week. All right. He did so well. Yeah. Um, Thanks for reminding me. Is he, uh, is he a well-known name, tight end? He was. Dallas got it. No. Uh, come no. on. I got this. Give me one more chance. Give me one okay, more chance. One more. One more. Uh, okay. Um, um, um. I don't think you'll guess it. No, I think I, I think I can guess it. Honestly. All right, what is it? Um, this is your last shot. Okay, One okay. opportunity. <laughs> Will you take it? I can't think of or another. Just let it slip. I, I can't think of other tight ends. <laughs> ah. All right, go ahead. Jared so, Everett. huh? Jared Everett. No. Oh. So I'm going with Evan Ingram with uh, Jacksonville. Oh, I see. I see. Said the blind man. You want to guess how much uh, he's rostered? Two percent. Twenty. Ah. You're kind of close to his start percentage, you know, six. Only six percent of people. I was actually close to the roster percentage in the add one more zero, actually. So get this. He is actually the tight end 12. Of the week? Overall. Of the whole season right now. Okay, how many points did you get in week two? Uh, Week two, he got almost 12 points. Oh, that's not bad. Against the Colts, as we know. He got about seven points the first week against the Washington Commanders. Isn't it weird that Trevor Lawrence is kind of climbing up the ladder? Kind of happy. Yeah, right. We were talking about him, Mr. Jesus of football. He's <laughs> finally showing up. Yeah. So he's going against the Chargers. Now I know. You think Who gar- played the Chargers last week as a tight end that was really bad? Oh, I know. Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey is an elite tight end, right? Yeah. All I'm saying is. Garbage time? Who knows? <laughs> uh, who else do they <laughs> really have over there? I can see garbage time. I can see garbage time for sure. But I also can see 
The Jaguars say to start off with the ball first, right? Mm-hmm. You know how people always start off great, and I think the Jaguars can start off great the first half. And that's where uh, your your tight end Ingram can get a touchdown. That was it. I mean, he used to be phenomenal when he used to play with the Giants. Is that though when they had a veteran quarterback at that time? Because I don't think he even did go with Daniel Dimes. No, I don't think so. I think he just was starting to leave or something like that when yeah. Danny Dimes showed up. He wasn't Danny Dives at the time. He was still Daniel Jones, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He hadn't earned that nickname yet. Yeah, until he fell. Yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> but uh, Evan Ingram, I feel like we could see some remnants of the PPR monster tight end we saw when was back when Eli Manning was playing. Yeah. If you can imagine that long ago. <laughs> was it like three years? <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago. It was like three or four, I think. But, uh, yeah, Evan Ingram. I mean... I feel confident about it. I feel like I we do. can see I a 10-point game from Evan Ingram this week. I, I I get it. I ain't complaining about it. I like it. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, surprisingly, I'm starting to like him as a, as a fantasy quarterback at the moment. Yeah. I'm not saying start him week to week, but I see him definitely as a sleeper at the moment. As we know, they do have Christian Kirk over there. Oh, I'm so happy they dropped. You know, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. When it came to the draft, I had an option of Christian Kirk or Robert Woods. And I wish you would have taken Robert Woods. And I was so close to getting Robert Woods. I was this close, like a little inch. And at the last minute, I was like, you know what? I'm taking a shot on Christian Kirk. Yep. And it paid off. Because I was two picks later, and that is exactly who I wanted to pick up in the same round. <laughs> Dude. Twice it happened. Yeah, you know, because I texted you promptly after you picking him up. No, I think I texted you about somebody, and then you're like, "Well, yeah, well, you picked up Christian Kirk." Uh huh. So, hey, look, I'm happy with the pick, and Christian Kirk is is. I think he can make the least top twelve wide receiver by the end of the year, but the rate he's going. So, but uh, yeah, I could see at least a ten, maybe twelve point game from Evan Ingram. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's the first time I heard you say uh, projection points. I feel happy about this one yeah? for once. Wow. Okay. For once. I just like how most of the start of the weeks are the, the Vikings and uh, Lions game. It's a good matchup. <laughs> it is a good fantasy football matchup. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, and you got the tight end over there for me, which is going to be Earth Smith. I think the thing is, too, you have a lot of good fantasy players there. Dalvin yeah. Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Moner St. Brown, like DeAndre how, Swift. I like how our wide receivers are like the third string or second string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mine is... Um, Yours was DJ Chark, and oh, mine was actually the Jets, but I think it's pretty funny. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for that one game. I don't even want to watch the Raiders play. I think I just want to watch that game. Yeah, me too, <laughs> and it's at 10 a.m. Um, Wake up nice and early. Yeah, so. But, yeah, so that is our uh, starts of the week for week three. If you guys are coming out of week two, if you guys are 0-2, look. Don't must suck to suck, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't don't have Jaggers added. Just don't worry about it. Don't panic. We make you some, can still make it. Make some changes. Make some trade offers. We definitely see that happen in our league at the moment, uh, which I'm pretty happy for because it just means it's more active and it's more fun when there's more trades and transactions going on at the moment. Must be nice. It must be nice, right? No one ever trades with me. Cause you. <laughs> Jagger doesn't even want to trade his players. He just wants to get offered a trade. That's all I want. It makes me feel good. To, he wants yeah. to be a part of it. He wants to get an offer. To see all these other trades going on, you know? I haven't... I told Waya before the show. I haven't even picked a single person up since the draft. Yeah. That's how confident he is. I, that's how good his players are, actually. I haven't had any need. I don't know who to draft. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Or pick up. <laughs> draft draft <laughs> agent. Um, but, yeah. So, that's our size of week for week three. Like I said, if you're coming out of week two, oh, and two, don't worry about it. If you're going in... If you're going out of week two, two and oh... 
Like me and Jagger on top. Let's go. Nice. It is nice up here. You hear that, Owen? Oh, two people down there. You hear it? You hear that, you peasant? <laughs> Talking about the people in our league. Yeah. If you're listening and you are Owen, too, that is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah. you, but listen, you can still make playoffs. Yeah. You just got to start making some moves if you haven't already. Yeah, if you haven't already. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, going into week three, I'm confident. I'm so confident with our starts of the week. We, sh- we should always be confident going the week. Any week with I starts the week. My running back's the only one I'm not. Yeah, but tomorrow's going to be a fun game. Also, you got the Steelers and the, the Browns going well, at uh, it. I guess we should give our usual go ahead speech. Uh, if you have anyone playing on Thursday night's game and they are in your flex position, make sure you take them out of your flex and move them into either their running back, wide receiver, or tight end, or quarterback, or whatever you play. Yeah. Just, Just move them into their designated spot because that way, if something was to happen, you still have that open flex spot, and it lets you pivot. Yeah. So. And um, quick question. Are you feeling comfortable starting Amari Goopy tonight or tomorrow night? Yes. Yeah? I feel like we could see some goop out of Amari Goopy. <laughs> Amari Goopy. All righty, then. Yes, tomorrow's game is going to be fun. Like, again, take a Jagger. Uh, take initiative of what Jagger said and put your your flex options who are playing on Thursday into your starting lineup. And if you don't want to listen to me, now you just wait for the moment where something does happen, and now you are boned out of a flex position. Isn't it kind of weird, though, the irony? Think about it. If you don't want to listen to me, when you think about it, they kind of are listening to you. Just they saying. just don't want to take action. Or they don't want to listen to that one part. <laughs> they just end the episode uh-huh. right there. Um, but anyways, yeah, so good luck going to week three. Let us know how you're going to do. Uh, right now, um, I'm excited for week three. I'm, ex- like we, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. I'm 2-0. Let's go. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so if you want to keep up with me and Jagger and FS Podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media account, which we're kind of which we are active on. I'm pretty happy about uh, most of Instagram, Instagram. But Instagram is fantasy.sports.podcast and our Twitter account is f underscore s underscore podcast. Go ahead and give both of those a follow. Also, no matter what kind of platform you listen, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, did you have a stroke? I did all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I just choked like the Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no matter what kind of platform you listen to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. Go ahead and click that so you guys get notifications when we upload our next episode. Also, if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate the show. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and write a review for the show so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Also, if you guys got any questions for us, go ahead and tweet us, DM us. If you guys want to go ahead and email us, our email subscription on the podcast, go ahead and do that so we can answer it and give you guys our opinion on it and let you guys know how dumb you are on, it, on ans- answering that question. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, anyways, good luck for week three, and see you guys all next week.